Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. I was young, man. Working at CBS, I was with Raph in Arizona, and we went out to dinner with Lute Olson, and we had this great dinner. I had a date with me, chilling in, two, in Tucson. They were getting ready to play Coppin State early the next day, like, and then I'm not a wine drinker at all. Still am not. We had drinks. We had dinner. We had dessert. <laughs> we had more drinks, and I was all right. I was staying in my lane. <laughs> But then Raph brought out something called, and I had never drank it before. Yeah. Port wine. Oh yeah, that stuff is something I'm not touching. So I drink it. I mean, it tastes like it tastes like Kool Aid to me, you know. So I drink it. I got back to the hotel that night. It was like all of a sudden it hit me at one time. Boom! I pass out. I wake up, drink my coffee. I get to the game, and I and I say, "Welcome to Tucson." And in my mind, I'm like, "Yeah, you are not in Tucson right now, brother. You are on Pluto. So be cool." <laughs> <laughs> That voice is so familiar. Port wine. Hey, Coos. Can you change the ch <laughs> Can you change the ESPN 690 chat whenever you get a second? Look at what he All did. Right, yeah, no. Hey, man. You got to put the you got to in the parking lot. No, that's you supposed can, no, that's supposed get, it's but what? It's supposed to be our sponsor. I what is it? Is it Hardy's? It looks like Hardy's. It's not. It's Willie Jules. Well, tell him to barbecue. Down at St. Augustine, Mirabella Crossing. Tell him to unenhance it like by 20x because all I can see is zoom out. Yeah, zoom out, Coos. Like we have to tell Coos how to do his job. I mean, come on. It's unbelievable, man. He's he's working on a lot of things. He's got phone calls. He's got. Are you seeing this though? I saw it. Okay. See, I didn't see until he we kind of snitched on himself too. Right now, it looks like that one GIF. GIF. GIF, GIF, you know, yeah, the one right the, the, GIF? With yep. the little the guy on fire, uh, walking through the fire. What is that oh, one? Oh, just on fire? Yeah, I think I might be a Pink Floyd. Actually, is that? I, is that I don't. Nah, maybe not. I don't I'll know, be man. Bad at describing this, I'll show it. To a you, guy though. on fire? It wasn't on fire. He's like walking through the kind of walking. It looks like he's walking. Through the fire. All right, I fixed it. It's not a guy though. It's like a, almost like an animal. Uh, oh no, walking. it's the dog. It's, it's fine. The dog. It's yeah, the, there you the go. dog sitting in the house. It's on fire. And it just says it's fine. There you go. It's that one. Hey, Brent, you said a guy walking through fire. So what do you want me to say <laughs> to that? Well, I meant a guy like not like a person, but like whatever you would call that guy. I didn't know it was a dog or like an I animation. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Both <laughs> you guys right now, both be in the parking lot, and I'm the only it. one no, that's. Now. Someone's been drinking port wine apparently because <laughs> you guys don't even know what's going on right now. But it's cool. Yeah, though. Do you know who that was, by the way? What? The audio. Oh. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Who is he? Does uh, you're gonna say his name and I'm gonna know it. Gus Johnson. Oh no! Then I wasn't gonna know it. That was yeah. Gus Johnson talking about the most hangover hangover he ever was having no a call game. <laughs> Yeah. Really? Oh, that's a great story. Then I yeah. didn't know that didn't boy, that Gus Johnson. I guess I need to hear him yelling at the end of a game to kind of <laughs> realize was, that's him. That was on the uh, the Green Light podcast. Very good. Oh, is that with uh, Chris Long or no? Uh, yeah, Chris Long. I believe so. Yeah, yeah man, he's doing good on that thing. Sorry, Brent. You know, me and Chris Long go back. Yeah. How many times have you had him on the show? 
Uh, well, we, we've never had a really reason to ask him on the show. I've been trying to get Kyle Wong on. That's his brother. Oh, you were trying yeah. to get Kyle Wong on. Missed it by that much. Yeah, and Kyle's back uh, back in the league. Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Well, listen, I make a phone call and I get people on the show. Including yeah. right now, Matthew people Driscoll. You work with. Oh, I, I Matthew Driscoll <laughs> as well. You would have Matt's basketball yeah. coach. Here he is. See? He delivers. Asking you shall receive. Right here. Hey, hey first of all. Jif is now in a squeeze bottle, so whether it's a gift, a jiff, or whatever, when you say jiff, I'm thinking peanut butter. Oh, tell me hey, it's a gift, please. Thank you. All, second of all, I'd like to go on record as saying that when we kind of like um, uh, announced that Austin was going to fight, they sold out. By the way, in less than five minutes. It sold out. Did you know that? Yeah. Did you saw, know that? Oh, no, we did. We were so, just talking about it, so, actually. Hey, Coach, say, hopefully I'm on the card because tickets are $2,000 right now. We did, what? I, I cost you $2,000. No, I'm saying hopefully like we can get in that that, oh. that that cage, Coach, because tickets are like 2000 bucks right now on resale. So we got to get well, a fight now. You told you told me that I could be in your corner. That's what I'm saying. That's why we got to keep on pushing for this fight coming up. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. This, this, this is all natural. The, the way I I love life and my passion for for living every day. Like there ain't nothing. Like I don't take anything. Like I'm like this all the time. So whatever you need me in the corner, I'll you, Hey, all you got to do is ask. Okay, I appreciate it, Coach. I appreciate you. Well, I test all the time too. So I'm PCR, PCP, uh, and I'm. They, I'm testing all the time, so don't. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, we hear you. You. It's, you it's not PCP. That's not correct. It's PC, all PCP, PCR, right? PCR, yeah. Yeah, PCP. If I'm testing for PCP, PCP I'm testing, testing for, PCP, for PCP, too. I'm, I'm testing for PCP. I'm testing for PCP. You know, we're not in the cage. They're still testing. They're still testing for PCP. I think it's just yeah. <laughs> for me to get in the cage, believe me, I might need some of that. <laughs> uh, Fred Martin, Austin Lane, Matthew Driscoll. Where are we going? Where are we going with this? We're supposed to be talking about the NCAA tournament. Well, hey, you brought up that UFC fight, though, here in Jacksonville. It's interesting. We were just talking about that in break. I guess the tickets you were saying, are, they're now up to, like, we have people in our building yeah. calling us and texting us nonstop. Can you get us some tickets? Do you have any deals on tickets? Now I know why they're asking us. Yeah. Are they, I have coworkers I've never talked to before. 1500 bucks resale, and those are like the nosebleeds, Brent. Really? So they yeah. expect, it's that big of a draw. People it must is. be coming from all over the place but, just to go to a, an event that's sold out. They have to. It's I mean, it's, it's the first UFC event in, what, a year and a half that's going to actually be featuring a, a, a full crowd? Like, of course it's going to be sold out. It's big time. Hey, hey Brent, Brent, can we can we add to that what you're saying? And I think it goes along with what President Szymanski said yesterday about our track. Um, you know, we obviously we have the best track in America yeah. right now because of the resurfacing that took place, and the NCAs are coming back. But he said something really important about Jacks in, in general, in a whole. Like people love to come to Jacksonville, so like those tickets being on fire and the amount of money that you're going to make scalping them and all that kind of stuff. People love to spend the weekends on our beaches, at the town center, downtown, uh, whatever it is, running on our track, of course. But my point to you is. I can see why they went like that so fast. Yeah, yeah it's pretty interesting. You know, let me, uh, I'll, I'll bounce one back to you about that track. And, you know, I don't think a lot of people know this, and I know you're the basketball coach, but there are probably a lot of hey, things. Hey, 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 come on, man. Hey, well. well <laughs> I'm more than that. I, well, I'm, I'm getting ready, to, I'm getting ready to, uh, to meet with one of my third players that I'm going to officiate his wedding. I'm way more than just a basketball so coach. That is true. Yeah. Officiants, <laughs> I like that. What number of wedding is this for you? Number five. This will be number, number five. five. Third That's player. Awesome. Yep. Cool. Uh, by the way, is everybody you officiated the wedding for still married? 
Wait, before we answer that question, let's go back to what you were going to ask me about the track before you forget. Uh, okay, because uh, I could forget. But this track surface really is I know you. A... Hey, I've been there for 12 years, bro. <laughs> you and I have been here at the same time. Yeah. So let's go back to the track, and I'll remember the divorce. Go ahead. <laughs> the, uh, the, the track is one of a kind, really, and it does attract big-time events. I, I believe at one time the story was only like the Olympics in China had the same kind of track as UNF, huh. um, and it was that kind of surface. So. What are the, are there some other things like on campus that are so attractive to like the city of Jacksonville that are kind of under the radar? I, I think if you ask ten people in the grocery store, they wouldn't know. Hey, did you know that UNF has like one of these very so, unique tracks that that would attract some big time events? Nobody would really yeah. know that unless we told everybody about it, like we're doing right now. There's probably other things on campus like that, right? So there's walking trails that go out that anybody can come to. That have there's I believe there's seven different ones and there some are one mile one point five one but you can walk all through the woods and see all these wonderful preserves and lakes and and see some you know nature of course uh, while you're out there maybe a snake or whatever but <laughs> so we've got those as well too and also too what people don't realize is there's there's opportunities to kayak and to and to and to get um uh, to to rent you know those kind of vehicles as well too to put on. Are several of our lakes out there as well too? So we have a, an eco-friendly uh, environmental area where the schools come in and they do it. We have an unbelievable ropes course. Your company can come and, and sign up and do a. We have a ropes course that actually has a zip line that goes across one of the lakes. So there's a lot of stuff. Of course, the Lazy River over. You know, Sarah Walsh was swimming on the Lazy River yeah. with the guys. But but yeah, there's those things as well too that a lot of people don't realize. And when you think about that track and what it brings from hotels and food and all that stuff, but also, too, check this out. Right now, we have about 22 Olympians who are going to run in Tokyo lifting and practicing on our facility. Huh. How about that? To get and I asked the guy, I said to the guy, like, you know, like sometimes you just kind of like, hey, how, good, how really good are these jokers? They look great. So they, they look the part, but, you know. How good are these jokers, really? He's like, Coach, I got two guys. Two guys are the fastest in there. One guy broke the same Volk's um, record. Wow. And, and like, and yeah. And he just signed with Puma for like, you know, 55 gazillion or whatever it was. So, like, <laughs> it, it attracts those people. But, but Brent, it goes back to what we just said. They're coming to Jacksonville. And it's because of UNF, but they're also spending their money in Jacksonville. So... You're 100% right. So only one, unfortunately, has been um, uh, divorced. And it's, it really is of the five. And it really is, it's, it's really disheartening, but it's, it's just part of life. Yep. So 80% is pretty good. Yeah, 33% batting average gets into the Hall of Fame in baseball. So I'm still in pretty good shape, I think, Hall of Fame of officiants. Yeah, you're doing well. <laughs> Keep up the good work, Coach. Uh, as long as I don't get below the Mendoza line. If I get below the Mendoza line, I'm in trouble. Yeah, you might want to think of something else <laughs> if that's the case. Uh, by the way, one other word on that track, it will never see my two feet, that's for sure. It hasn't attracted them yet. Um, hey, I'm, hey, but, but, hey, but, but Brent, let, let, let's say this. I'm going to tell you this straight up now. I know I know what your children are doing because I've I've known them since they were little down at the beach and and watching them grow, especially in their sport. And of course, they're both really good golfers too. But that track, when you get on it or you um, you know try to uh, work on your you know different change of direction or speed from first to second or whatever, like 
you're, I'm telling you, you're going to be faster. That track is like I'm faster, and I'm I'm being I'm, I'm, I'm being real now. Like like it is fast. Huh? That's wild. I kind of like. Anyway, it. how hey, how good's your bracket? Uh, it's solid, but you know, <laughs> really. It, it, but <laughs> let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I say that. And you guys answer the question. So. What we talked about, one of the biggest things we talked about a couple weeks ago, or one week ago, was the fact that it was such an odd year, and we thought the seating was really whacked out. Correct. So now, how do you feel about that question, and how do you feel about the seating? Yeah. I thought of you all weekend when I was watching teams lose, and I said, he mentioned the seating is all messed up, and it felt like the seating was messed up a lot of the weekend so uh are we still are we getting closer to being back on track now that you're down to 16 i'm not so sure coach i i i don't i don't know if oral roberts should have been a four seed uh but they're obviously well, a darn good they team been, they finished they finished fourth in their league yeah so they, I, they, they won in the semifinals on a buzzer beater and they blocked the shot to go to overtime in the championship and obviously coach mills and i worked together for six years of Coach Mills. He and I were on the same staff with Baylor. Yes. And my son was a GA for two years. And I've been to see his program the last two years and see these guys develop. But when you look at that, that's a great example. Let's just start there because then we're going to get to Florida. When they played Ohio State, they got one of the best. They have the number one scoring player in the country. Mm-hmm. And they have the best scoring duo in the country. And they lead the country in threes. So if you add that all together, that really stinks to play against them in a in a one game, right? Ohio State's best player's got a concussion; he can't play. And Ohio State goes what five for twenty three or five for twenty five or whatever, and Oral Roberts makes those dagger threes and has those two guys, one a forward, one a guard that can just separate you like like us when you when you like us two years ago when you watched us. And with Bo Beach in Dallas, them two positions are, are brutal. So then you go fast forward. Okay, Oral Roberts was whatever. Now they play Florida. Florida, in everybody's opinion, because of, 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 of Johnson, obviously, you never got to see the true who they are. And then Payne gets suspended, and the guards are, you know, up and down, ebbs and flows. What did they do against Oral Roberts? They pressed them. And Brent, what does what does UNF do against you if you press us? They beat you at transition threes. They beat so. What did Florida do? Like after the first X amount of possessions, they stopped pressing them. Yeah, yeah. Because Oral Roberts, like like Florida was scoring. Everybody's like, wow, look at Florida scoring. They were making twos. Oral Roberts was making threes. So now Oral Roberts is starting to feel it, and then they go to a zone one three one, and Weaver number fourteen makes the big three in the corner. Now, the foul that was or wasn't called, 74-71, they go down and cut it to one. I get all that, but that's just, that's just part of the game. Yeah. That has nothing to do with seeding. So, to me, that's a great example of how it all kind of played out. But, you know, think about Villanova. I know Creighton would be a better one. Yeah. You know, people are like, well, North Texas should have gave Creighton a better game. Look what they did um, um, in, in their first game. I'm like, first of all, they 
Graham McCaslin was at Baylor, too, so he's a great friend of mine. First of all, they finished fifth in their league. Second of all, they won four games to get to the tournament. Third of all, they're really talented, and they are the third most experienced team in the tournament. Let me rephrase that. Third most experienced team in the tournament. So they got a bunch of old dudes. Mm -hmm. So they win the first game. And now everybody's like, well, Georgetown be Creighton. And they were a ninth seed by 25 points. It didn't matter. Creighton was all disheveled. They had all that racism and all the coach issues going on. And they were all whacked out. And Georgetown was hot. They were a ninth seed. So I think you're right, Brent. It's getting a little bit closer. I will say this to you. People better be very larry of UCLA. I, and, 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 gonna, and why do you think? Well, cause I'm going to tell you why I think, and you tell me if I'm right. But I said this after the UCLA game. is very few times – now, you watch games differently. But there's very few times that I watch a game and I say, wow, that coach is going to go back to the film and they're going to say, we executed on the defensive end exactly how I had hoped we executed on the defensive end. Now, there might have been a possession or two, Coach, but I thought UCLA, it jumped off the TV that they were in the shorts for about 38, 39 minutes of BYU, and they could not get in their offense. I thought they did a heck of a job defensively. So there's another great example, right? BYU coming out, giving Gonzaga a run down the stretch, whatever. When you look at UCLA, see, I'm a national voter. So I vote every week on the top 25. Hmm. And, of course, Mick's a really good friend of mine. They, they um, uh, People uh, you know, uh, mess up with us all the time because we look so much alike. <laughs> when he was 25, no, I'm, I'm serious. When we played uh, in Cincinnati one time, the guy tapped me on my shoulder in the airport and said, hey, Mick, I went in on my old, I don't know what you're going to tell him, but I ain't the guy. <laughs> but, like, when Mick was 25, though, he was ahead of the talent for the Dapper Dan Rambo, which was held in Pittsburgh. And he used to do the tryouts in my gym, my Division Three gym. So we go back to the 90s. But anyways, UCLA, by the way, I had him in there all year long. They're one of the best teams on the West Coast that nobody sees. He can coach his tail off. And what you just said, Brent, so what happened in the Illinois game, number one seed? Lola Chicago defended the living dog out of them. They did exactly what you said. And you know why? Because Illinois' point guard shoots 16% from three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, so you ain't got to guard him. And you got a guy named Krugwig that can take away Cockburn inside. So now the, the bandit with the mask, whatever his name is, um, the, the drop pick, he couldn't get flowing. So UCLA, you better be aware of them. And I'm going to tell you somebody else, too, out the West Coast. Who do you think I'm going to say? Uh, Oregon State. Okay, let's go there. That wasn't going to say them, but since they're a high seed, let's stay there. You know, Coach Tw- he obviously Coach Tinker was a wonderful, wonderful human being and a great coach. His brother was a JUCO coach just north of Waco. That's how I kind of met the family in the early 2000s. But with Oregon State, they get so hot and they get going. And next thing you know, they're picked to finish last. They're an eight seed in their tournament or a six seed. Now they get going, they get hot. I don't know if you can carry that mojo. Three, this is the third round, three rounds deep in the tournament. So that one, I'm not quite but, the same one. But obviously, Coach, you're probably talking about USC, right? I was. Yeah. And, and, and the reason is, of course, I know Andy well because he was at Gulf Coast. Yeah. Like Earl Roberts, he was the last, you know, 15 to get to the Sweet 16. But Andy, and if you look at their DER, their DER has always been one of the tops in the country this year. 
So because of that, Mobley and Mobley are really talented. Their guards can shoot can shoot the ball and, and complement those two well. So I really think USC is a little more scary than I – and, again, a West Coast team that we don't see very – I'm not saying East Coast bias because I don't believe it, but a, a team we haven't seen very much, and I, I would be concerned about that. Who's the biggest, highest seed that probably has lost the most luster? Ooh. By the way, am I interviewing you guys? Or uh, no, no, oh, no, you're good, but are you talking about that's still in the tournament, obviously, right? That's correct. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to say Houston. That's a, by the way, that's a great answer. It wasn't what I was thinking, but I love that answer because they're so dangerous. Brent, you're 100% right. They're so dangerous. They could be in the Final Four easily because of the way they play. They're just they're different. And on a short prep, like a, a lead eight to a Final Four prep, that's hard. Yeah. I would that's say, a hard prep. I would say Alabama. But Okay. Yeah. Now, now, there's a team. It has the same mantra as us. Layups and dunks, wide open threes. Yeah. Layups and dunks, wide open threes. And obviously, they've really done a great job doing the one thing that's so critical of that, which is rebounding, because offensive rebound kickout threes is almost a 1.74 point per possession if you, if you track them all in the country, which means you're making over 50% of them, which is almost close to 60%. So, I love that one. That's a really good one, Austin. I think that's something that you should keep your eye on as well, too. I really think Michigan Hmm. lost their luster more than Baylor, and they both went through the same protocol. And the reason I say Michigan lost the biggest luster is because they're coming out of the Big Ten and everybody's just killing the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, good point. True. Very true. Weak league, weak league. Look at them, look at them. And, of course, the Big Ten saying – well, we beat ourselves up all the time, and we couldn't, you know, we had no juice, whatever. <laughs> so, but, but I do think Michigan lost their luster, plus livers. You know, I don't know what are these going to come back and play with the, with the foot. But I, I think, to me, if you said, Tris, who's your biggest surprise to get, or your biggest, um, um, what do you call that person? Not dark horse, because they're, obviously they're one seed, but who's the team no one's talking about? I would say Michigan would be the sneak one seed. Um, and you're saying, but Coach, that means, you know, they're going to have to end up probably playing Florida State, our local team. They do. And they I play love, Sunday. I, I love Florida State. I love, 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 love Florida State. I love them. They're just, God, they're so good. And they got so much depth. And if a guy gets hurt or a guy gets in foul trouble, I mean, look at Polite. Polite just, you know, whatever comes out, starts making them. I mean, just, I love them. I love Calhoun off the bench, can really score it and stretch it. Um, it, I I think Florida State, but I think keep your eye on Michigan. I I really do. Well, Florida State, one last thought on them, and then we'll let you run. But Florida State, I don't think has, I mean, I don't even think they've sniffed their better game yet. And I like that for a team that gets to the Sweet 16 with making no threes in the first game and okay in the second game. But I just think their best basketball is ahead of them. Now, can it happen? And it needs to happen against Michigan, potentially Alabama, potentially Gonzaga, potentially Baylor. Mm -hmm. So it needs to happen. But I kind of like that about Florida State. I don't think we've seen their best yet. I I, I would agree with you. Um, And I think it's, it's a credit to them in the sense that you know, just Coach Ham tearing his Achilles, stepping off the bus, is a distraction in and of itself that he's done a remarkable job with. You know, if you remember the guy that came here, 
um, um, and it's, it's just Georgia State. I'm uh, coach. Um, oh gosh, I can't believe his son was a great player for him. Anyways, remember he was on the scooter when they beat Baylor. Yeah. Remember when Georgia State beat Baylor and Jack, he was on the scooter. He tore his Achilles too. I think coach. I think they've done a great job, kind of working through that. And now I think they're going to have a different perspective having a week off. So you, 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 you know what, Brent? You might have just um, you might have just spoken them into the Final Four. <laughs> um, I'm I'm serious. You might have just spoken them into the Final Four because, like, like that's that's a great point. They really haven't had their best effort yet. Hey, Coach, I got to ask you, too. I mean, I know uh, we're behind a little bit, but I got to ask this question. I'm, you know, I'm from Wisconsin. I follow Marquette very closely. Right. Shaka Smart right. leaves right. Texas yeah, sure. um, and, and to, to opt to, to go coach, you know, kind of like at his, his home. I don't want to say home school, but he's from Madison, really close by, Madison, by Marquette. Yeah, so he's going back to Coach Marquette. What do you make of that? First of all, I don't know if you know this, but Marquette spends top ten in the country on money spent on men's basketball. Really? I did not know that. Let me say this let me say this to you one more time. I think they're six, but I don't want to say that, so just I believe they're six, therefore you can't say I'm wrong. I believe they're <laughs> six. They they might be fifth. Money spent on men's basketball. Wow. Well they don't have football, first of all. Yeah. So they have a great scenario. So that's the first thing. Number two, Shaka signed a seven year deal, just finished year six, but he had a little bit more. Three point two I think he was making. But if you remember they always wanted to fire him the last three years. They did, yeah. yeah. Hot seat, hot seat. Well, after a while, you kind of get sick of hearing that. Sure. Even though they, you know, lottery picks and, and all this other stuff. So now not only does he get a fresh start, but he gets away from that Texas football and Texas this and Texas that. And you know what? Like, he goes to a home. He goes, he's the big dog. He's the only, you know, he's the, you know, of course, and, and he's got an NBA team, which is huge. And they're not stiff. Mm-hmm. You know, they got one of the greatest players on the planet. So it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. And whoever got that done or facilitated that, good for you because Shaka was ripe for the picking. Yeah, that's a good point. By the way, I'm a little mad at Shaka Smart, too. I had Texas winning the whole thing in my bracket. <laughs> you know, what's funny. I think I heard you. I think I saw you tweet that. And my first thought was, we may need to drug test you. <laughs> PCP, PCP. Oh, a lot of that PCP going on. <laughs> Forget about PCR. Uh, hey, I, I got to ask you this, and I, I got to let you go, and Kuz is going to kill us. We're, like, way behind. But uh, new, hire, uh, uh, with, new hire with your rival uh, across yeah, uh, town, Jordan hey, Mincy. Uh, Jordan Mincy is a, is a wonderful human being. He's going to do a really, really good job. Obviously, their product is their product, and our product is our product. And the biggest thing that I don't like, you know, over the last couple of days that, you know, people were saying, you know, listen, I get it. In the last eight years and Cliff was there on that first part. And then, and then I get it. We're 14 and four against them and all that stuff. But like every single game is what I care about. And two to three times a year, I'm going to dislike them. <laughs> but he is a, he, he's a very, very good human being. Um, as a wonderful wife, obviously I've known him just from being in the circuit also too because of playing Florida and the relationship with Mike and going down to the clinics that we had every August down there, these private clinics. And uh, we're going to have breakfast soon. Uh, we'll sit down. We'll talk a lot about the city. We'll talk about the league. And um, yeah, I got no Ill, Ill will um, at all um, uh, with, with, with that kind of stuff. I'm, I want to be a good human being and, and, and all those kind of things. So 
uh, kudos to, to Alex and, 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 and for him uh, going through the process. And uh, um, I'm looking forward to, to competing against uh, uh, them like I always do. Yeah, no doubt. And hey, one of the things we need in this city, I said this, I've said this many times, I want to see Jacksonville University and University of North Florida in the ASUN championship game. I think the place would be on fire. I'm with you. I'm with you, bro. Uh, I'm with you. As long as you keep putting our name in there, I'm with you, bro. <laughs> hey, you bet. Hey, Matthew Driscoll, we'll talk to you again next week about the bracket, man. Enjoy the basketball. I'd be calling you from Indianapolis. Oh, excellent. Okay. Enjoy it. Yeah, Appreciate the, ba- yeah Baylor Bears. The Baylor Bears are there. I'm going to be there. All right. That's awesome. Nice. Good stuff. Good luck. Hey, Austin, don't forget. I got I you, man. I'd be like, hey, I'm like John Thompson. I'll put my towel on my shoulder. I'll be right there for I you. I got you, man. I got you. Matt, All right, baby. Rinse and spit. Watch rinse and spit. <laughs> Have a good weekend, man. That's Matthew Driscoll, University of North Florida men's basketball coach, uh, corner man for Austin Lane. Yes, sir. I. Uh, Ambassador for the University of North Florida track and field program. Absolutely. Uh, you wedding know, officiator, aficionado. I've, I've been on that track. Like, something. I mean, I, I, exactly. I've been on that track a couple times. I never noticed, like, it's special. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, no, it goes back a bit. It's a yeah. smart move by them, and, and they've. Uh, Where's it made the rewards what, what, What's the. Yeah, now you're gonna. I mean, that's really the story. Well, that's the story, man. But it right is. There. It's the yeah. surface, and I believe the story. And it might have changed over now a little bit more. Okay. But I think it was the 2008 Olympics were in Beijing, I believe. Yeah. And it was at the time, like in recent years, it was just that surface and like UNF and maybe one other one that were alike. Okay. Um, but they had the exact same surface as the Olympics, and okay. so you get some big track meets here, and it's a, it's a nice little heads and beds thing. For the uh, university and for the city. We'll be back. Shock Your Mock is up next. Let's get it. Can you imagine if we keep Driscoll on for Shock Your Mock someday? <sighs> I think it, it, would, it would implode on itself. <laughs> it, the, 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 you can't have two. We wouldn't take one. Not going to be two irresistible forces. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. There's Shock no way. There's I'm no way. Too much energy. Florida State, by the way, plays Sunday on ESPN 690 at 5 o'clock. Brent Martino. This is an email. Why is WWE wrestling not being shown on Friday night? Austin Lane. Thank you very much. Read it right now. Read it right now. This I could just be did. Why oh, is that? That's it. That's I mean, it? that's why I thought. I don't know. I mean, Roman's only five. I don't know how many sentences he can make. Yeah, Smart some, kid. Somebody but. might have proofread it for him. <laughs> Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Well, we just mentioned Ronan. <laughs> yeah. Watching a little that's wrestling. A good sound bite. Yeah. Ronan's what? Six? Six now. Yeah. Ronan's already tougher than me, and on his way to being tougher than you. If I think not he already. might be tougher than me. He might have me beat already. So you get the, you yeah. get the, the dreaded call from school moments ago. Yep. I got the dreaded call from school during the you know the coach Driscoll interview, um, and I didn't know who it was at the time because like it was a 904 number. Yeah. I didn't have it saved. So then after the interview, I played the voicemail. Hey, um, Ronan had a little bit of an accident. He scraped his knee. Um, so I called my wife. My wife was already on the way to pick him up, so we're good there. And then my wife gets there, sends me the picture, and it's more than a scrape, though, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This is, um, yeah, he, he kind of filleted his knee open a little bit. It does. Say, I mean, it, it's pretty significant. Yeah, you can kind of see the muscle tissue and everything. Now, but listen, the story has to be, Dad, I dunked it on the way up. It was I just on the so. way coming down. I right? hope so. Although he was wearing his Kyrie's today, so who knows what was going on with that. <laughs> he, he, you know what? He, he was probably going to fight about flat earth, and the kid kicked him. Uh, That's what it was. Bad karma, man, That's wearing he, the Kyrie's today. I know, today. man. I tried to tell him the Giannis's. <laughs> Those are on the shelf. Oh, they're, they're, they're never getting used again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's not an endorsement for the Kyrie's. I don't know what is. But so then my wife picks 
him up, and obviously, you know, she's worried because he he might be sad. You know, I mean, we don't know. I don't know what he's dealing with, and neither does she. So he gets in the car, and I guess he didn't cry or anything. But the very first thing out of his mouth when he gets in the car is, "Hey, how many such as the dad had when he cut his uh, ankle open in the in the shower?" So I hear him talking in the background, and I'm like, "What is he saying?" And she's like, "He wants to know how many stitches you had." I'm like, "I think it was six. And and Ronan's like, I'm going to beat that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you probably are a little dude because it's a pretty nasty cut you got. So. Hey, go get him, Ronan. Congratulations. I'll give you seven even if you don't need seven. <laughs> Just get an extra one. Open it up a little more if you got to. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Mom, cut man. this a little more. Yeah, cut a little more if you want to. It's <laughs> a pride on the line. Yeah. But no, you're not lying, man. You get those voicemails. It can uh, always be. But yeah, like, those... like I said, they said it was a scrape. So I'm like, it can't yeah. be that bad. But it's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, yeah. the funny thing, I was just thinking, like, that shower cut the ankle, that yeah. story, like, you did that a few months back. Yeah. I was like, if you were still playing the NFL, and I'm reporting on that, I don't believe it. Well, first of all, I'm not going <laughs> to say it was in the shower. I was, say I was in the weight room, and a weight fell on it, yeah. Brent. Come on now. <laughs> I know. I probably wouldn't believe that either. Like, anytime, you know, the, like, the baseball guys do that all the time. It's like, hey, you can't throw for three weeks and cut his finger, like, yeah, in the yeah. shower, on the shower sure. door. I'm like, you're right. You got in a bar fight, you know, yeah, and nobody wants say, to say it. Then knowing you, you probably get a hold of my credit card history. I'm like, all right, was he at the Jack Beach bars? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I until about one thirty. Which uh, day? And here we go. Yep, one thirty <laughs> out in the morning. All right, there All it right. is. Hey, what do we got? Shock your mock time is it's here. About that time, huh? Let's do it. Let's get it. We feeling rowdy? Ah, uh, I think so. Yeah, let's get it. We've had all the emotions this week. Man, ups, downs, zen, craziness. The, the, my how, how do we end it? This this segment is. I have no idea what you have picked. I know. Well, I really don't know either. I just randomly sent it to Coos, and I don't really take a look at it. So I like to be a little more spontaneous, Brent, and shock your mock this year. I like it. Let's do Coos, it. Coos, we have that music ready? He is none other than the Shock Master! We're gonna shock yo mock! We're gonna shock yo mock! Brutality, don't you think? Shocking. We're gonna shock yo we're gonna shock yo mock. Shocking upset. I feel shocked. Shock yo mock. We're gonna shock yo mock. I am shocked. I mean, I am shocked. That's what I mean. I am. Let's get it. We got cousin Steve from Boston. Was that, yeah. hold on. Oh, was that from? Was the last one from Trailer Park Boys? Close, but no. <sighs> Close though, Coos. We'll keep in the same, out. Don't tell them. In the same ballpark, uh, kind of. I don't think so. Okay. But in the same kind of genre, not really the genre, but this just I, I can't. I said too much already. It's all I was to say. I said too much already. Brett, any any other ideas? No. Okay. Well, it is what it is. Feel free to chime in on the ESPN stream uh, if you have any ideas what uh, what those quotes are the from. Chat. We have. <clears throat> we have Steve from Boston on today. Cousin Steve from Boston. You've seen those Sam Adams commercials? It's your cousin from Boston? Yeah. yeah that's why I call him Cousin, cousin Steve. Steve. Yeah, and he's, he's a friend of the show, right? He always calls in. certainly is. Oh, we haven't heard is from he him in a while. Is he going to get a t-shirt or what? We'll see, man. Okay, and here's what we got. I, I he go was a Delpit guy last year, if I'm not mistaken. Huge, huge Delpit guy. One of the biggest Delpit guys. Yeah, so he starts kind of without a shirt. All for one. Yeah. All for one to say the least. He's getting a schmedium. I don't have to do, I don't have to do any due diligence. I know who Steve Boston is. We're all good. He uh, went on Twitter, A-Train92. I think I got a good one for you, Austin. Hashtag shock your mock. Coos, let's bring her up. We got thumbs up, but I don't see it quite yet, so well, there's a little, a little delay. delay. There's a little bit of a Trevor delay. Trevor Lawrence, number one. 
Trevor, I hope so. Or it didn't even qualify if it's not Trevor Lawrence hey, number one. I hope so. And you know what? The Wi-Fi is going slow again, so I have to go off my cell phone. It's okay, everybody, because sometimes it's Friday. We got feet in the parking lot, man. You see this? All I got is a blank. Uh, now we're back. All right. <laughs> Welcome back, Steve see- from Boston. <laughs> I see it. Cousin Steve from Boston. Let's get into it. Number one. And you know what? I don't need any explanation like we had yesterday, Coos. It's just it's a nice quality mock draft. Now, it's that PFN mock draft. Are they making a, a like a big push this year in terms yeah, of the mock draft simulator? I don't know if that's a normal simulator? spot. I, I'm not familiar with that as much. I've been a fan of them. The, they they okay the Zach Wilson trade for Trevor Lawrence. That's true. So they should have blocked that. Should have blocked that all day. But whatever. So not the PFN mock draft simulator. Not really. So number one, Trevor Lawrence. Let's get it. Okay. Obvious. Say no more. First round pick 28. So obviously there was a trade here of some sorts. Now, Steve did not. Give us what he got in return. Like, if you're watching this right now, Brent, pick 28. Why did the Jaguars move back three spots? They moved back three spots, and I'm trying to find, like, another pick that they may have gotten. Uh, it, I don't think – is that another one down there at 162? I sh- no, I think they've I sh- had 162. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't so, know what he did. So maybe this website just sucks, and they had the Jaguars pick at number 28? Instead of 25. But yeah. with that being said, not off to a great start because they were picking out a position. <laughs> Okay, for whatever reason. You got some splaining to do. Maybe we just felt like, you know, charity. Hey, someone can have our 25th pick. We'll take number 28. Not sure what's going on there. And, Steve, you didn't justify it, man. So I have no idea what's going on with your mock draft right now. Off to a horrible start. Trevor Lawrence, yeah, okay, good. But everything else, not so good. I like the pick, though, Brent. Jason Owe. We've talked about him before a little bit out of Penn State. I think he he definitely played that 3-4 outside linebacker spot. And do we dare hit the button? Do we dare hit the button and say, draft needle, we got a draft needle, everybody, in the first round? Whoa! 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 My, my eardrums are actually shot right now. I'm turn on that volume a little bit. <laughs> that hurt. People are driving. Do you need to get a little quieter? Nah, we'll, we'll, we'll address it again in a little bit here. We're good. Okay. But, uh, Brent, we have a draft are needle. Are you okay? We have a, that, no, it was seriously loud in my ear. Uh, we have a draft needle alert in the first round. I like it. Now, it's pick number 28, so you lose points for that because, once again, you didn't really clarify why you're picking number 28, but it is what it is. Pick number 33, second round, Pat Fryermuth. I mean, duh. Right, he he seems to be the talk of the should, town. Should we just pencil Fryermuth into everybody's mock draft? I mean, is, Pat is he Pat, the only tight end available? He's got to be Brent. So is it really like the Trevor Lawrence and Pat Fryermuth show now? Is that what we I, say? I feel like We're, it, but are you not mad at it though, right? No, I don't hate it. No? I feel like I've just been cornered into it. Yeah, and there's really you know, no other I think option. the Jags because of free agency, yeah. because of the limit. On, on really the t- high-end talent in this draft, we yeah. have Jordan, uh, Fryermuth, and Pitts yeah. about it in terms of the upper. And really, you wouldn't even put Pitts in a different category than than these other guys. Yeah. I feel like I'm being – I'm forced yeah. with Fryermuth. Yeah. And because his relationship with the coach, yeah. like, I don't know. I Like, I'm, I'm taking the field. I, I bet Fryermuth doesn't end up here just because everybody says he's going to end up here. So, so far, though, Brett, let's be honest. First three picks, not, not – too shabby. Now you're picking 28 again. I don't know why. I still can't figure that out. But not too shabby. Then we go to the 45th pick, which is obviously a 6th or 7th round pick, I assume, because you're taking offensive tackle. Oh, no, that's right. This is a 2nd round pick, isn't it? That is a 2nd round pick. Now, I have it on good authority because he calls all the time. Steve from Boston listens to the show all the time. He does. And he knows how much I'm a North Dakota State fan. He is. I think that's why he's trying to get in your good graces here. And here's, here's the irony of it. You try to get in my good graces by taking Dylan Radwins, who's, you know, I think he could be a developmental pick. I don't see him being a starting left or right tackle right off the get-go. 
So you get into my good graces by taking North Dakota State guy, but you've actually got into my, my, my horrible graces, the worst of all graces. Say a grace. It's worse than that because <laughs> you're taking an offensive tackle in the Say second the round grace. that isn't going to outplay Juwan Taylor year one, that isn't going to take, you know, isn't going to outplay Cam Robinson year one. So now we got, what do we got? We got luxury picks in the second round, Brent. For a 1-15 in 15 This team, team. Oh, Brent, took the words right out of my mouth. Take my breath away, whoever sang that song. You literally just said what I was going to say. You have a 1-15 team. Take my breath away. Nailed it. You, you have a 1-15 team, and you're, you're taking luxury picks? We're taking luxury picks in the second round? You know the last luxury pick here was in Jacksonville, Brent? David yeah. Bryan. Uh, or Denard Robinson. Denard but, Robinson. Oh, you said yeah. the last one. Yeah, yeah the last Brian. one. Oh, I remember Denard Robinson. That was a luxury pick. And that was like the first year they drafted. It's a good point. A luxury pick in it's the first year of your draft when you just ripped it it's down. I'm not sure about that. So you know what? I don't like that pick whatsoever. There's other needs to address, but let's keep on going down here. We're getting off on By a the tangent. Way, if you're going to have a luxury pick, then wow me with excitement and not an offensive tackle. Thank okay. You. Thank you. The, like at least trying to convince me. And listen, with, with, with all due respect to the great offensive tackles there that have come through even in Jaguars history, the the least sexiest pick of all the sexiest pick. I mean, maybe a punter. Take Brian Ingram third round, why don't you? Like, I, I mean, I, it's comparable. It's happening. It's comparable. It's a luxury. <laughs> hey, Steve Boston, take a punter next round. Why not, man? It's a luxury at this point. All right, number 65, Kenneth Gainwell, not mad at it. Uh, pick number 93, Dwayne Eskridge, Western Michigan. Okay. Oh, picking Gene Smith. I mean, what is some small schools here? Are you doing? <laughs> oh, hang on though. Here we go, Brett. We're what? We're one, two, three, four, five, six. We're seven picks into it, and all of a sudden we got another draft need alert. Draft need alert. We got a draft need alert. Everybody, get on deck. Hey, probably the biggest need right now on this team, and you pick him at one twenty-one. Okay, you should have slid that safety pick. James and, Wiggins, by the way. James Wiggins out of Cincinnati. Great defense last year, but is he going to be starting material right away? Probably not, bro. Doubt Jim will be. Why don't you have this safety at pick number 45? That That's the real question, right? And, Steve, I like you, man. You call a show all the time. We talk wrestling. We talk everything. I understand that you're a big fan, and I appreciate it. But I can't come with you on this, man, okay? I can't come with a, an offensive tackle taking at pick number 45 as a luxury. And then I definitely can't come with you when you say, hey, let's take a safety, probably our number one need, at pick 121. Finishing everything out, we got Rodarius Williams, pick 130. Marvin Wilson, pick 140. You get Marvin value. Wilson at pick 145. Value. Hey, did you get a value, <laughs> value. Too? We got what a value would that one alert. sound like? I don't know, man. We got to think of something. Uh, Sage. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Sage Sirrett, uh, pick 162. And then Jack Anderson, offensive guard, Texas Tech, at pick 170. So what do we learn today, everybody? And listen, I... I keep repeating myself. It's like, Steve, I know you listen to the show, but do are you listening? Like, do you just have it in the background as background noise? And are you watching wrestling? Because that's cool, too. But are you really listening when I'm trying to say to everybody? I'm telling you guys is that you can't have luxury picks in the second round. Unless you have a guy that can guarantee start over Cam Robinson or Juwan Taylor, which is hard to find in the second round, I can't come with you. So, Steve, you're a fan of the show, and it's a Friday. I'm in a good mood right now. I'm actually in a great mood, pending my son getting stitches in his knee, but that's okay. He's tough. He can handle it. You're getting a T-shirt. Hey, you're getting a T-shirt, and you know what, Steve? I'll be honest with you, man. You're a fan of the show. So this this mock right here, I'm not mad at it. I'm just a little disappointed. Yeah. And known better. And you know what? Your, your mock has been kind of shocked, but it's been disappointed. Disappointing. Disappointing. Your rock doesn't suck. No. 
but, but it's, it's disappointing. It's been sparked. And sometimes you wonder which is worse. And that's what I, and you know what, Steve? I want you to marinate on that question and call back to the show whenever you want because we're, you know, thanks for being a big fan. But I'm just disappointed in you right now, man. It Don't is call what it back is. in the next minute. We're going to break. That is Shock Your Mock Friday. Steve, we got through week one. We only gave Steve. away four shirts. <laughs> well, I mean, four shirts and two of them didn't fit the people, so it is what it is. <laughs> Did you start some of the inventory? <laughs> well, checking we our good? inventory. Okay, as check we speak. the inventory, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Check the inventory. You know what I'm saying? Check that inventory. Football at five. We'll talk about what went down in the NFL today and also the value of some positions in the draft. Where does it rank? That is on the way as well. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Happy Friday.